This is episode 56 with Jack Saunderson. Welcome to The Athletic Mindset. I'm your host, Corey Cam, former Division I swimmer turned personal trainer and coach. Each week, it is my goal to bring you a unique story of an elite athlete's mindset to help you unlock and discover your life's potential. Today, I sit down with Jack Saunderson, former Towson University swimmer, current U.S. national team member, and Tokyo 2021 hopeful. I had the pleasure to race against Jack for a few years in college. Thankfully, we swam different events because he was the real deal. It's great to have front row seats to witness when someone is doing something truly special in their sport. Jack broke record after record while at Towson on the way to being conference swimmer of the year twice and now has his eyes set on the Olympics next summer. This was our first in-depth conversation and getting to know him a little bit better. It's no wonder he's had success in the pool. I want you all to listen to the language that he chooses to speak about himself with. The words he selects are intentional, just like his training. I think that's something that we often miss, but our language plays a huge role in our results. Jack understands this, and I think he will too after hearing his story. But before we get into that conversation with Jack, I want to talk to you real quick about a workshop that I'm putting together on October 10th at 12 p.m. Eastern Time. It's on navigating change. It's called Pivot and Go, and it's all geared towards helping you learn how to navigate life's changes a little bit better. 2020 hasn't really gone according to plan to anyone. I want to challenge you to think back to those New Year's resolutions uh, that you made back at the start of the year. Odds are surviving a global pandemic wasn't on there. So yeah, life is going to happen to us, but how we navigate it is totally within our control. So I want to show you how that is possible and give you the tools you need to navigate what life throws at you just a little bit better. Global pandemic, forest fires, furloughs, all of that we're going to be covering in this workshop completely free. It is on October 10th at 12 p.m. Eastern Time. If you want to go ahead and reserve your spot now, check the show notes or go to www.coreycamp.com slash pivot and go workshop. Again, that is www.coreycamp.com slash pivot and go workshop. Without further ado, let's hop into things here with Jack. You know, Jack, obviously, first and foremost, I appreciate the time. Um, I know you got a busy schedule. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I know you got a busy schedule, man, with all the training and stuff with Tokyo next year, hopefully. And how did you get here? How did you get started in the sport of swimming and then find yourself where you are now? Yeah, it's been a crazy journey. Um, Not that it's over anything. Of course not. But, I mean, I've been swimming all my life. Um, Probably all started out, like, first grade or so. Um, But, yeah, I mean, back home in Laurel, Maryland – I went to my my cousin's swim meet, and I was maybe in first grade, eight, nine, I don't even know. But then I got inspired and was intrigued with the sport, wanted to find out more about it, and that's how I got into it. And I went to the uh, CAA, Columbia Clippers. That was my club team growing up all the way to high school. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I could talk all about it. I mean, yeah, it's just been, it's been awesome. And it's what I think is really interesting. Like I grew up at RMSC um, only a few years above you. And I thought it was really fascinating. Like I had never heard of you until you went to Towson and then all of a sudden you just like burst onto the scene. Right. Like you had some major drops. I feel like in that, especially your freshman year and all of a sudden we're like looking around like, 
who's this Jack Saunderson kid? Like I had never, you know, and then I was like, Oh crap. He grew up like a few miles away from me. Like no way. Uh, so it's really cool. Yeah. How did you start to make that shift? All right. I'm here. And like, I'm the real deal kind of thing. Yeah. It's, um, I like to go back right coming out of high school, coming out of the Clippers. Um, I had a big decision of mine to make, and that was whether I should continue or not. Um, can you continue swimming, continue this journey I've been having? I was just right on the cusp, uh, like college swimming or whatever. Like just uh, you're, I think I came in 147 or 149 when I committed. Uh, 200 fly, 50 point, and 100 fly. I was like kind of like you're under the radar. But uh, I chose to stick with it, and I uh, started um, just having a vision in my head of just, like, where I can take it to my, uh, you know, take it like my dream is was always to be on the national team. Even when I was young, you know, I was a little kid with those Splash magazines. Do you remember those magazines? Yeah, love them. <laughs> looking on those, just looking at like just Michael Phelps and just all those big guys. Um, I mean, the veterans nowadays were on those magazines and it's just, I just tried to like kind of picture myself over there. You know, when I was coming out of high school, I just realized that, you know, it clicked with me and I wanted to continue at Towson. I was driven and I just wanted to do my best. Like I had like a little mental kind of adjustment where like I just became obsessed with the sport again yeah talk to me about that mental adjustment did it come from outside stuff was it internally was it a mixture of the two like what kind of played into it definitely internally uh one of my weaknesses i guess is um well my weaknesses was i'm working on it but it was my self-confidence and my belief in myself you know and what i came to realize was like just if i'm just putting in my my very best consistently, consistent hard work and just trusting in the process, everything will unfold the way it should be, you know? And um, just recently started to understand that and like just, um, you know, be confident in in my hard work and where I come from, my background, you know, um, I am who I am and like I can compete to the best abilities and I need that mindset going into uh, the summer. Dude, I love that. And if, if you've been able to put together what you have already in your career without making that adjustment, the world's in for a treat, man, uh, next summer, because that's some scary stuff to, to realize what you've already done and you yes, haven't even fully stepped into it, you know? I'm so excited. Gaining a lot of confidence training here in NC State, too. Yeah. Uh, great I, program. I can hear it. I can hear it in your voice and like just the way you're talking, man. I'm I'm getting stoked just thinking about what's to come for you. Um, Appreciate it. Yeah. Obviously, we are what we're going to be doing consistently at your time. Towson primarily is how I obviously know you. You showed up race after race. It didn't matter whether it was in season. You've had a bunch of hard practices strung back to back to back or back to back dual meets, whatever. I feel like you always showed up and you were more times than not throwing down something impressive. Where did that come from? And when did you learn to just show up and race kind of didn't matter the conditions? I don't think too much into it. Um, You know, I, 
uh, I appreciate it. Like I, every time I come to those accomplishments of at the end of the year at conferences at CAAs, like mm-hmm. uh, gathering all just my best times throughout the season, just looking at that, you know, I just also realized in order to get those kind of results consistently, I just try not to sleep on a win or sleep on a loss. Because if you sleep on a win, you could wake up on a loss, I feel like. So right after conferences, I was just eager to get back into the pool and start working hard and just keep moving forward the day by day, see how things unfold in my swimming journey. And just, I want to just keep getting better. I love that answer. Cause yeah, that's so easy to overlook the importance of in season stuff, but I feel like at the same time, the struggle is really leaning too much into it, right? Like if you have a bad in season race, like don't get hung up on it. There's another one. Carry on. Coming at you. Um, Carry on. I mean, it's just the way of – I mean, it's the part of the sport of just consistent – I mean, not consistently, but failure is going to definitely come up. But just the way that you act and how you react to those kinds of, um, you know, events is – that's where the success comes into play. Yeah, how you handle it makes all the difference. Obviously, you did some stuff that – I thought was super impressive in college more so that you improved every year. Like take the times out the window, but you got better year after year after year. What do you think contributed the most to dropping time every single year? Most people like myself, like I stalled out after my sophomore year and just kind of hit that plateau for the last two years. How were you able to kind of power through and keep getting better? Yes. Um, I strive to eventually um, you know, reach my pinnacle in this sport. And I think the only way to do that is to just fully be invested and fully be intrigued and fascinated in like your craft, like into anything really. You invest all your time and effort into this one thing. I think just later down the road, things are going to unfold the way it should be. And with my history, like I can see how that's unfolding now. And recently, I'm just starting to understand, like, like uh, my full investment into the sport is really showing, and I have a path. Like, it's it's going to reach um, to my my dream at some point one day by going day by day. Of just the only thing I'm seeing right now is either gold or silver at Olympic trials, and um, looking back. My history, my swimming career, I can see myself climbing up that kind of hill, you know. Um, and I'm super excited now that I'm living in Raleigh. I think the training is great. It's something different. And I think it's benefiting me a lot, the training group. Um, the atmosphere, we just came back from Friday morning practice. And it was great. Everyone was doing good, great energy today. We have off tomorrow. And we just pedal uh, the metal, you know, this morning. And we, we all did great. We were pumping each other up. It's just amazing, you know, just living day by day and just visualizing all these these things just coming true day after day. It's, uh, it's motivating for me. Yeah, it's so easy to get caught in that trap, like in the situation you're in right now, of like trials next summer is a big deal. There's a lot of pressure there. Like there's a lot of expectations that you're setting for yourself and other people are putting on you. But when you're able to have that big goal in mind, I think the real key to success is taking that same approach that you just mentioned, just focus on today. Like if you can focus fully on today, 
that down the road, a month, a year from now, a little less, it will take care of itself. You just need to be fully present in each practice you, you come in. Yep. It's fully impressive. believe in yourself and the process. Things will unfold and your dreams, you know, just your goal. You'll slowly start um, realizing things are coming true, you know, the, the way you uh, plan out to it, you think about it and how you plan it out. Yeah, I love that. Fully agree. Uh, what makes swimming for the U.S. national team just so unique for you? Does it differ at all from any other experience, whether it's Towson, age group swimming? Like, Yeah, unique. I mean, it might be an understatement. You know, it's. I mean, this is like a a um, dream come true, you know, when it went um, so important to me. I think it was amazing that I had that experience going to Italy. Um, and that's the sole purpose of how I uh, made the decision to move down here too, getting to know Braden, getting to know the NC State people who were there. Um, everything is happening for a reason I'm starting to notice, you know, and um, just the, being on the national team pumped me up so much that I'm like even more devoted to swimming and how I want to represent this like country that I lived in, grew up in, and an international stage like WUGS was an amazing experience and it really hit me and it also made me even more hungrier for like an international stage coming up. I feel like I've been through it my first time. Um, I'm excited to see what I can do on that stage again, hopefully. Yeah, I think what's really cool is swimming is at its heart, when people look at it, it's an individual sport, like we're doing it for ourselves. But when you get to that pinnacle, like that's the dream that we all grow up chasing when we're in that learn to swim program is to represent something bigger than us. You get a little taste of it at the college swimming level, but I feel like there's nothing that can replace the joy and pride that you feel representing Team USA. So I'm I'm stoked that you get to experience that because it's next level yeah, stuff. I love um, just like just hearing from people back home, you know, and um, that motivates me to just keep working hard and keep, um, you know, have that kind of law of, of, of attraction, you know, of uh, just trusting in the process and believing in yourself and your hard work. Yeah, man. You're saying all the right things. I love it. <laughs> How are you handling expectations going into trials? Because like we've talked about, you're kind of no longer that dark horse underdog kind of guy. You've made the national team now. You, they're aware of who you are on the national scene. Does that affect how you're showing up? Or is it still blinders on, like, it's on me, let's go? It not affect me at all. I know what I'm doing. I think I, um, I'm excited to just be under Braden's wing. Um, I think I'm going to trust in his experience and his successes and everyone's, I mean, the teammates I'm training with, um, I just, I'm seeing these things unfold and it's um, getting me even more and more excited for just even competing at some point. Yeah, I love that. How are, how have you learned to just fully lean into that trust, especially of a new coach? Like you just made that transition a few months back. And it's already working. Like I see what you're putting out there on social media, Instagram and stuff, the times and practice are insane. How, how have you fully leaned into that trust? Yeah, it's, it's, 
it was a huge decision of mine to even like, uh, you know, sacrifice. I'm making these sacrifices where I'm leaving everyone that I know um, and moving out to here to follow my dream to become an Olympic swimmer. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, I, I've learned a lot from Towson and where I come from, from Baltimore. And I'm super proud about where I come from. Um, I just decided after a year or so, I did train with Jake. I love, I, he did amazing things for me. I wanted to keep that going originally when the uh, Olympic trials was supposed to happen last year. Um, but then it got postponed. I then realized like I want to try out a different kind of uh, environment. And I thought NC state had like a great resources available for me to um, help uh, better my craft, you know, um, it was tough leaving Baltimore, but that was uh, the last chapter of my life. And this is a new chapter. I'm excited about it lies and uh, lies ahead. Hey man, I can't wait to watch that chapter unfold for you. NC State, man, is no joke of a, a training program. Not, you know, you already know that. I don't have to, t- <laughs> to tell you. How has that transition been to just the volume of training or the type of training that you're doing? How are you feeling with all that? First week was tough. <laughs> it was a lot different, hard to adjust. Um, but, you know, it's just like uh, you get the hang of it every once in a while. You get the hang of, like, uh, how Braden coaches, how Braden um, explains to us. It's just different than, like, where you come from, you know. Um, but I'm getting the hang of it. It's been, like, a couple months. I feel good. I feel like I'm getting back into shape. Um, yeah, I feel great. Yeah, just owe it up to, like, you know, Braden's program and what he's doing. Yeah. I love that. I I feel it's always funny, man, when you make that transition to a new training group, I think the hardest part of the training or switch is just learning the language of your new coach, because it's, it's similar to who you trained under before, but it's not always the same. So it's like, that's a big adjustment period too. It is a big adjustment, but everything's going well now. You're picking it up pretty well. Yeah, <laughs> so far. Good stuff, dude. What's what's next for you? Obviously, meets are kind of iffy right now, but what's kind of expectations? What are you setting yourself out for, to do? Braden said after Friday morning, he said uh, we're, we're, he's going to start looking into somewhere where we can race somewhere. Either uh, at I think TAC is nearby around here, and they're having like an inner squad meet, and I think he's going to uh, communicate with them, see if we can get in there. Um, he's doing everything he can to get us racing because I'm kind of itching for it too. Uh, I want to see what I can go like an officially if we're fortunate enough to get that. Um, but yeah, like these times are no one knows what's going on. But um, you know, I'm I'm just uh, yeah, getting even more hungrier. You know the race i was about to say racing is what it's all about training's fun but the real fun lies in showing up on the pool deck for to do your thing and people are there to watch you do your yeah, thing i'm excited to see where i'm at you know see, see where i'm at what i need to do what i need to improve on get some feedback um yeah dude i love i love the outlook i mean this is really the first I think in-depth conversation that we've we've ever had. I've been fortunate enough to have, so I appreciate yeah. the time. But um, Jack, I just want to say, dude, I want to acknowledge you first off for your ability to just show up and just have some fun doing it. For as long as I've shared the pool deck with you, 
when I was at Delaware and you were at Towson, man, I don't think I ever saw you have a bad time or at least you never showed it. So I think that's a huge thing. Obviously I'm going to be pulling for your success, dude, here in the future, 2021 or whenever this thing happens, you're going to make it happen. Where can those tuning in kind of keep up with you on that journey? I appreciate it so much, Corey. Thanks. To, uh, it's great to finally meet you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Where can those tuning in keep up with you as you're going for all this? Yeah, well, follow um, Wolfpack Elite Swimming on Instagram. Uh, Braden's been posting some content from uh, since we've been in the pool. So if you guys want to keep up with what we're doing in practice or maybe if we get into this inner squad, he might uh, did an, uh, he did a Instagram live thing earlier this practice. Um, yeah, we're going to try to see uh, how that profile goes, get the, get the word out here, what we're doing to everyone. Yeah, that's awesome. I'll, de- I'll definitely be following along. I'll, I'll be following along. That's some good stuff. I hope you all enjoyed that conversation with Jack. He's taught me a lot about what's possible with confidence and buying into the environment that's around you. He knows the importance of coaching, but more importantly, he trusts his coaching and the program, and that's allowed him to get results. As an athlete or person, when you can fully trust your environment, you open up room for some crazy opportunities that wouldn't otherwise exist. If you haven't done so already, send this episode to a friend, family member, or teammate who could benefit from Jack's story. Stay up to date with all of our latest episodes by following me on Instagram at CoreyCampFit. And remember, if you can change your mindset and how you think, you'll be able to change your life one thought at a time. I'll see you all next week.